Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Born to love. Whoa, my pipes are in top form today. Hi, Scott. Hi, Ellie. They are always in top form, but perhaps especially so today. That's true. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm not going to stop because it's clearly working for me. Scott, (laughs) everybody, welcome to our podcast, Born to Love. I'm Ellie Kemper. I'm Scott Eckert. And this is a podcast where we have guests come on the show and talk about something, anything in the world that they love. Scott and I also talk about things we love. And that's the show. We're especially excited to have our guest today, Anson Mount. Captain Christopher Pike on Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I'm excited to chat with him. My son, who is a huge Star Trek fan, will be especially excited to hear from him. And he is talking to us today about his love of pottery. Now, Uh, I will confess, I'm not a big pottery lover. Maybe we'll get into that. But there is something this week, Ellie, that I realized I love. Would you like to take a guess what it is? Yeah, first of all, I want to just add to your pottery not lover status, because I would say that you don't know enough about pottery. I wouldn't say that you don't love it. I would say that maybe you don't know a lot about it. Fair enough. Let's buckle up. We're about to learn a bunch. We're about to get a master class from a master potter, but not before I share my love, Ellie. Scott, what could it be? Did you ask me to take a guess? Do I, I remember that take correctly? A guess, yeah. Take a guess. Take a guess. Is it an orange food? You tend to like orange <laughs> foods. <laughs> Is it an orange Ooh, snack food? It's a callback to a couple of weeks ago, mocking my Halloween meal. No, Ellie, it's not orange food. I love double showers. Oh, what? Wait, this what? is the Ew, ultimate what? decadence, Ellie. Scott, th- keep it, keep it PG. I th- <laughs> no, 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 no. Not double. I'm not talking about doubling up a shower with with another person. No, 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 no. I'm talking about this is a me centric love. I'm talking no, no, about waking it. up in the morning, yeah, taking a shower as I normally do, uh-huh. and then at some point later in the day, 
saying, oh. you know what? Mm-hmm. I deserve a special treat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a second shower. Say no more. And, and Scott, to be clear, I am so pure and so chaste that never in a million years did it occur to me that you met two people in the shower at, at the same time. I, I thought you had been to a resort or something where there were two showers in a bathroom. Ooh, that yes, that that I, I have shower. been to those where there's uh, all of the all of the sprays like yeah. horizontal sp- <laughs> right. To me, there, sprays from every direction. That's too well, much. Too much. It's too much spray. Every orifice being blasted. No. I I I like to know where the water's going to hit me. I like to shift around and adjust. I I don't need to be hit simultaneously at all times. But it's not about me hating that. No, it's about me loving you a loving, regular shower yes, two times. Yes, yes, Scott, I completely understand what you're talking about because while it never crossed my love radar, now that you brought it up and and shown a light on on the occurrence of what we'll call the double shower, <laughs> I think I love it too. Have you ever taken it to see the thing? I'm going to make a guess because I was thinking about this before we recorded. Yeah. My guess is that on the rare occasions that you double shower, Ellie, it's because yeah. you've exercised in some way. <laughs> yes. So it's very functional, right? Uh, uh, maybe multi, maybe double exercise, double uh, run day. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I've I never done that, that in yes. my life. Sure, sure. You, you rarely do a <laughs> single run. What? I'll just call it like it just is, true. right? I mean, a single run day is a miracle for me. Double run day, I think I dropped dead. So no, that's not why I double shower. It's, it's just sheer enjoyment. Whatever, yep. hedonism of feeling I, the hot, Scott, hot water. I don't, I don't think it's hedonism. I mean, I'm going to say that like to me, it changes my mood. I, and, and by the way, we're not making this up. It's scientifically proven, not the double shower per se, but uh, immersing yourself in water changes your outlook. Does anything prompt you to go in for a second, a double dip, a second dip, a second shower? Depression. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm joking there. But just, it, yeah. It, ever, is, just... is he? Is he though? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> And then, producers, can we just put in, like, two minutes of sad music here? Yes, yes. Scott, that song. (laughs) It really is, like, I I think I deserve a little treat. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to resist a snack treat. Because I would often, if I'm in the mood for a little treat, I will often turn to snack treat. And, you know, you shouldn't be snacking too much throughout the day, throughout the week. So double shower is is what I view as a healthy alternative to that. I get a lot of thinking done in the shower. Sometimes if I'm working and I need to, 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 I I, I don't know, get my creative juices flowing, just hop right back in the shower. Keep it PG, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like I'm hosting a morning drive show. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. I'm a you're, little you're, giddy. You're, you're simultaneously hosting a morning drive show, but you're also the most prudish person alive. <laughs> I try so hard. We said the word juices. <laughs> I try so hard to have a raunchy show. And this is the best I can do. I'm like, juices. PG. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I think that on some level, you're terrified of imagining me in the shower. Scott, Let's it's impossible during this, this <laughs> description of what you love. I mean, your description of your love is you in the shower two times a day. <laughs> 
So all everybody, all everybody's thinking of is Scott standing in the shower, his creative juices flowing, excuse me. <laughs> Getting a lot well, of thinking done. Millions of <laughs> listeners now have that vision in their have mind. Have that vision in their head. <laughs> well, one well, last thing I want to say about the double shower is that what well, one thing that I find especially enjoyable about it is that no work needs to be done in the shower. Well, what what right? Normally, I mean, it's not like I'm doing a lot of work in the shower, but like I got to wash my hair. Oh, yeah. I got to wash my face. Oh, right. I got to use soap, right? right? And not only do I not need to do those things, I'm aware that doing those things would be bad for me. It's like, I don't want to dry out my body, my face, my hair. They don't need more soap. That's the last thing they need. It's already a little iffy to be under this much water. So... (laughs) It's really just standing there, enjoying the heat and the steam. I mean, honestly, (laughs) it's relative. I was about to say it's free. I guess it's not totally free because you're paying your water bill. So it's relatively free. As long as you keep it short, it's not really hurting anybody that much. All the almond farmers are going to come after me, but it's not using that. Well, it's you're taking their water. But anyway, it's not using that much. The almond farmers are taking my water, okay? (laughs) That is one thing. Your whole life unapologetic anti-almond person. (laughs) You. Okay. Anyway, it seems to me an innocent indulgent that harms relatively few people besides the almond farmers. And you are refreshed when you come out, Scott. You're a better version of yourself. So I say, take it, cherish it, and revel in the love, which you're clearly doing. And also, I'm curious to know when you do, have you ever taken a cold second shower? Oh my good Lord, Ellie. This is turning away from the double shower into straight shower territory. Oh. <laughs> of course, like a sane human, I detest cold showers unless Uh-oh. I'm coming directly from a hot sauna. What? Or <laughs> as I like to call it, sauna. I love a Finnish sauna. I think it's cedar, that wood and the bricks and the dry heat. My very best friend in the world has Finnish heritage. I do? (laughs) My second (laughs) best friend in the world has Finnish heritage. (laughs) His family owns a little cabin on a little teeny icy pond. And they built a Finnish sauna. And one of my favorite things in the world, I haven't done it in years, but is is to go into the sauna and it's a wood-fired sauna, and he gets it really hot. Oh, my gosh. The bottom line is that that really got me hooked on going into hot rooms and then running directly from the hot room into yep. the icy water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> incredibly invigorating. No, Absolutely I know love it. Guys, take a page from Scott Eckert's Book of Love and, and treat yourself to a second shower today and maybe a sauna and a cold dip if you have the means. Speaking of loves... We have a fantastic guest today. I'm so excited to talk to him. Uh, it's, it's, it's not as excited as I am. <laughs> Anson Mount is joining us. He is a critically acclaimed actor and producer. He stars as Captain Christopher Pike in the latest Star Trek series, Strange New Worlds on Paramount+. Plus. Anson also plays the superhero Black Bolt in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and starred in AMC's historical drama, Hell on Wheels. 
It's about trains, guys, and it's pretty good. In addition to acting, Anson has taught at schools such as the Columbia University's MFA program, and he co-hosts his own podcast, The Well, about creative inspiration. He's joining us today to talk about his love of pottery. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Guys, we are back with Anson Mount. Anson, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, my pleasure. You were here today to talk to us about something that you love, and that thing is earthenware pottery. Well, okay, so <laughs> what, okay, when you say <laughs> when you say when you say earthenware pottery, what do you mean? That's a great question, Anson. And I had that question for you. I was okay when it was pottery, and then somebody inserted into the document earthenware, and I thought, oh, I'm not so sure about that. I'm gonna find out what it is. To me. Earthenware pottery is either a specific brand or it's pottery that you make using clay of the earth as opposed to clay from artificial sources. That's a very good guess. So earthenware is what is used to refer to as a low fire clay. One of the early ways of telling if you have reached to the correct heat in your kiln is there are a series of cones that melt at different temperatures inside that kiln. So earthenware refers to the temperature, but since the advent of the popularity of mid-fire or mid-high-fire clays, which I use, we will say high-fire stoneware clay. Okay. So earthenware is for amateurs is what you're saying, and you don't, you wouldn't be associated with it. Not necessarily, no. It's just, just if you don't, if you don't have a kiln that can fire that high, you use earthenware. Now, it's not going to be as sturdy the higher you fire a clay, the stronger the bond on the molecular level. 
Right. And the more water that you're getting out of it. The more water you're getting out of yeah, it. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. If I have a pot of throne that sits on the shelf until it is apparently bone dry. I mean, if you crack it, it goes to dust. There is still a surprising amount of water in that. Oh, pot. interesting. Before you fired it, you mean? It will shrink about 10%, actually. In the I kiln? Fire. Yeah. Interesting. I guess that makes sense that clay, of course, has water in it. And so have we been misled to think that you love earthenware? No, I don't think that most people know what that term means. I didn't. When people say earthenware, I think they mean that it has a particular style to it. It seems like it was done in somebody's wood-fired kiln out in the woods. <laughs> right. right. I eat meat. So, Anson, you you you, you explained how experts in pottery like yourself use cones to tell temperature. For an idiot like me who doesn't know any of this stuff, uh, uh, what is the range of temperature we're talking about? Are you cooking these things at 800 degrees or like 10,000 degrees? Right. First of all, you referred to me as a pottery master. That is very far from the truth. Okay. And I think that it's like saying, as a yoga master, right. uh, <laughs> nobody ever reaches mastery. But I'm certainly also far from being able to teach. To answer your question about the heat, so I believe that cone 5-6 is around, I want to say it's around 1,700 degrees. Wow. That's very hot. <laughs> Glass melts at 1,200 degrees. Oh, wow. Yeah, to give you an idea. So I went out and I bought a beat-up, basically 57 Le Mans convertible. Okay, right. like it's a <laughs> it's a really cool classic yeah. car, yeah. but you have to remember it is a 57. <laughs> right, 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 right. So it has a mechanism inside of it, coils on the inside, knobs on the outside. The mechanism by which it su shuts itself off, you placing the cone under a pin that when the cone melts, the pin goes down and the latch on the outside drops. Does that make sense? Yes. So I don't have to stay up with it. Right, 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 right. What do you actually make when you're using your kiln? I'm not a sculptural potter. And there are some amazing sculptural potters out there. A friend of mine, he got me a subscription to Ceramics Monthly, and they do sh these showcases. And every now and then they'll have like sculptural ceramic artists. I mean, there are people in there. I mean, there's a guy who made a, a porcelain dragonfly. And if you know wow. anything about porcelain, that's almost impossible. I don't even understand I mean, the first step, Anson, to making a porcelain dragonfly. First of all, porcelain is the most brittle clay you can work with in its green state. So porcelain is a clay. Yes, porcelain is the finest clay you can get commercially available. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Wow. So to see somebody who's making dragonfly <gasps> wings out of this stuff, oh I don't, I have no idea. No. But I really am into making usable wear. I like the idea yeah. that my work will not just sit on a shelf somewhere, right. that it will be purposed. And to give a personal style to something that is usually taken as such a mundane thing as a cup or a mug. Right, right. Again, I know very little about pottery. What drew you to it? Is this something that's long been an interest of yours or did you discover it later on? That's a good question. So my wife and I moved up to the country in Connecticut just prior to the pandemic. And, you know, lockdown, you find yourself watching a lot of TV. Yes. And we f discovered this show called The Great Pottery Throwdown. And we fell in love with the show. Mm -hmm. It's a competition show about pottery. It's a silly setup, but it is a surprisingly fascinating show. 
And my wife had done some pottery in college. And so as a surprise birthday gift, I got her a starter wheel. And for various reasons, she ended up not getting back into it. And so I just found myself <sighs> tinkering around with oh, it. Oh, wow. I said, oh, I like this. I like yep. this. And then I was like, you know what? I found a kiln for like 300 bucks. I'm going to buy this old kiln. I'm going to start doing my own fire. And yep. it just went from there. And it has been a great escape for me. Mm -hmm. You can appreciate this. As actors, it's hard to see the woods for the forest around you sometimes. Mm -hmm. So pottery for me, it's a way to explore craft from a completely different angle mm -hmm. where your medium sits outside of you and is objective. Mm -hmm. And it's also something that I can completely that I can I have control of it from beginning to middle to end. Right. I don't have to ask the network. <laughs> no. And you don't have to worry about what happens after you've delivered your performance and it's in the editor's hands because right, you're the right, editor. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, absolutely. That makes total sense. And it is, <laughs> for me, I organized my closet the other day and I was like, this is just so satisfying. I'm in total control. <laughs> But it wasn't really very creative. But this is something that's art. And it's bottomless. Yeah. One of my teachers, he only uses like three or four kinds of glazes. And he has been working for decades. And he said recently, you get into this and you start to realize, God, I need two or three lifetimes to, oh, wow. to get to the bottom of this. Like, that's why I said, there's just, there's no mastery to right. this. When you really get into something that looks so simple, you you see the how deep it can go. There's right. so many different things to learn. Just to even talking about glaze, I mean, like chemistry. Yep. You find yourself getting really consumed with the science of ergonomics. How do our hands function? Oh, like, right. What is the perfect handle shape? Right. That is fascinating. I think about this every morning because with a mug with a handle, you're so often have your elbow up. It's like a 90 degree angle, right? Your arm to uh -huh, your side. Uh -huh. And I'm like, why right. is my whole arm involved with drinking this mug? It's a bad handle. Yeah, it's, it's bad right. Handle. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I shouldn't have to. That's so fascinating. It's probably sticking out. Yeah, exactly. Wide. Yeah. Anson, I have a question for you. The way that you describe the process of it and the product as well, there's a seriousness and an artistry to it that that is impressive. I can't imagine that when you've started with that $300 kiln that that you were there. I'm imagining myself, you know, starting out and it would be relentless disaster. So walk us through what that was like when you were starting out. Or did you find that you just had a knack for it? Yeah. <laughs> What, what were right. the early steps for you like? First of all, God bless YouTube, especially during the pandemic. I watched a lot of videos, a lot of trial and error, and eventually you get something that is well-thrown and you manage not to break it. Yeah. <laughs> there were things that I made in my first year that at the time I was like, oh, it's not bad. <laughs> and then I just came back, you know, I come back and look at it on the shelf a year later and I'm like, oh my God, get uh, that out of my sight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Right. Can you imagine going back and looking at videos of your high school plays? Oh, I know. Oh, it's it's right? it's an awful I've experience. Done that. Yeah. I don't recommend it. No, don't. And I hope that I continue to have that reaction for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. But with a grain of salt. So you can appreciate like former versions of yourself. Maybe. Am I talking to myself now? Maybe I'm like, no, Ellie, it wasn't all bad. Your high school performance of anything goes, you were okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but I know exactly what you mean. And it is interesting. Scott and I used to put on a lot of two-person shows. That's how we know each other from improv. And Scott, I wonder, I mean, none, I don't think any of those shows are recorded, but like it, it would be I, not, I don't I mean, know I what think it would that be. I would, 50% ashamed, 50%, uh, they were the best thing in the history of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a couple of minutes to stick around and play a quick game that we like to play with our guests? Of course. Fantastic. All right, so stick around with Anson Mount. We'll play a little Love It or Loathe It. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. <laughs> okay, guys, we're back with Anson Mount. We are going to play a game called Love It or Loathe It. Anson, during this game, Scott and I are going to suggest topics, subjects to you. And you're going to tell us whether you love that thing or you loathe that thing. The tricky thing is there can be no in-between. You can't kind of like something or feel meh about something. Okay. 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 It's one extreme or the other. Okay? Okay. All right. First item, love it or loathe it, decaf coffee. Uh, Love it. I can't drink regular caffeinated coffee. My mother's entire side of the family, for whatever reason, it hits us twice as hard. So I can only handle a little bit of decaf. Yep. And most people think that decaf means no caffeine. Right. It does not mean that. It means less caffeine. I've heard that. So a decaf cup of coffee for you is like it's four cups of coffee for a normal person. Yeah, it's still quite a lot of caffeine. I drink a lot of coffee, Anson. I mean, sometimes I'll have a cup of coffee and feel nothing from, of regular coffee and feel nothing. My barometer is so off now. But when I drink decaf, that is the one time I can tell, oh, there's there's not quite as much kick here. But honestly, better for, I, I know people say, oh, coffee, it's proven to be good. I don't know. The fewer stimulants, the better probably, right? Stick to the, <laughs> right? Yeah. Probably. All I've right. been thinking about switching over to green tea. Yeah. But there's some, there's some green teas out there that will absolutely blow your hair. I know. You have to be careful. 
All right, loves decaf. All right, loves decaf. Love it or loathe it, Anson. Golf. Love it simply because my mother is a former professional and our way of bonding occasionally is to go out and hit a few holes even though I'm terrible. I don't golf on my own. I just don't have the mindset that goes, you know what, I'm going to take out four hours of my day tomorrow and go play golf. I just don't. So your professional golfer mother takes you golfing to bond. Do you ever just like do some scene work with her? Right. Are you like... (laughs) Let's bond, mom. This is, you forced me to play nine holes. Now I want to do act one of uh, King Lear. No, I don't want to give her the opportunity because one time I was working in Long Island. She was visiting me. I was doing a play in Long Island. And I had to take the train into Manhattan to do my taping for Hell on Wheels. And my mom, she was with me. I wasn't going to leave her. So she came with me very, very early in the morning. And I needed to run lines. So I'm getting her to run lines with me on the platform. You got all these hungover models and Wall Street guys. And it is 730 in the morning. Yeah. And my mother is going, Colin Bohannon, I done found you. And I'm and I'm like, mom, you don't. You don't have to act it out. Just just say the words. Please, just say the words. And then a couple minutes later, she's back into it. She's back into the full performance. And I'm like, it's the last thing these poor people want to be hearing. Oh, that is, I wish. I like like golfing with mom because my mom is also a very talented teacher. That's hard to be both good at something and teaching it. Anson, love it or loathe it? Singing. Loathe it. (gasps) Oh. Because I just am not that great. If I were to take the time to learn it and to have a teacher and to get better at it, I'd probably love it. But yep. I'm not that confident in my voice. Like, unless I'm seeing country music. I don't know. I guess because I'm from Tennessee, I feel more of an ownership over it. Are you, how do I say, are you able to stay on the tune? Like you're not tone deaf? Yeah, I think so. The reason I put this uh, question on the list, Anson, is you did an entire musical episode of Strange New Worlds, your your Star Trek. And that sounded great to me. Yeah. I had a lot of country. And if you'll notice in that episode, they cut my song off halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> there is a reason for that. All right, Anson, love it or loathe it, road trips. Oh, you're asking this because of Crossroads. <laughs> you know. I love, I love road trips. I've yeah. driven across the United States three times. Oh, wow. Uh, and my wow. wife and I have actually talked about at some point with our family doing a, doing a coast-to-coast trip in Canada. I've never done that, but I've heard it's glorious. So your three trips across the country, were they back-to-back or were they at different periods in your life? And I ask because I did a cross-country road trip when I was like 23, and then I did one more recently as a, as a middle-aged man, and they landed a little different. <laughs> <laughs> different points in my life, yeah. Which was your favorite? The last one was with my co-host on The Well, Brandon Edgens, who's also one of my best friends. I was moving out to LA and he came and hopped in the U-Haul truck with me and we decided that we were going to do a culinary road trip. So we're going to try to make as many meals on the road as curated as possible. So we were looking for all the sort of off the beaten path, but famous joints. It was kind of like a food network (laughs) <laughs> road trip before the Food <laughs> Network. And our goal was to take our time and really treat ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we stopped in New Orleans for a few days. It was wonderful. Really good trip. Good time bonding with my buddy. Oh, I haven't gone on a road trip in a long time. It's a unique little adventure. And maybe <laughs> I'll do one soon. All right. Anson, love it or loathe it. You're a little outdoorsy. Foraging. 
I, I, <laughs> I guess I love it. I grew up foraging for morel mushrooms with my mom. Oh, wow. And I recently got some professional mushroom hunters to come in and give a class to my wife and my mom. That was a lot of fun. Oh, wow. Uh, really enjoy that. I still don't trust myself enough to really to, to do it because um, there are a lot of lookalikes out there. Well, so are the stakes seem pretty high. They can be. Yeah. Right? So, so <laughs> why not have someone who knows for sure doing it? Or is there, right. I, I haven't foraged. Is it, it's like hunting, I guess, for produce. It's like hiking with a really sharp eye. Yeah. I think it's a really cool thing. Yeah. yeah. And again, there are YouTube channels on it. <laughs> oh, I believe you. Professional mushroom hunters on YouTube. Find them. Last one, Anson. Love it or loathe it, the Gorn. Oh, man. I love the Gorn as a, a staple in the Star Trek world because the arena in the original series was probably my favorite episode of Star Trek from the original. Hand-to-hand fights of it death with Captain Kirk and the Gorn with the William Shatner doing the double axe handle <laughs> in the back of the head. It's just <laughs> delightful, slow motion. And I think that the reintroduction of the Gorn on our show is an idea that was waiting to happen that we can finally do with today's technology. Absolutely thrilling. People less familiar with Star Trek, the Gorn, very menacing villains. And the guy to fight them is Anson Mount, Christopher Pike. Anson, you won the game. Oh, did Congratulations. I? Congratulations. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> you won. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. We wanted to ask, what would you like to plug right now? Uh, my podcast. Yay. It's called The Well. Unfortunately, after we made it, we realized there were a few other podcasts called The Well. Oh. But if you just search <laughs> my name, if you search my name on iTunes, you'll find it. It's about creative inspiration and how we come up with that. It's just an enormously fun outlet for us. Yep. And we have fun doing it together. So, Anson, thank you so much. Both Scott and I have learned so much about pottery. Thank you, Anson. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to Born to Love. We'll be back next week with brand new things that we love. We want to hear from you. Leave us a review in Apple Podcasts and tell us what you love. We might even ask one of our guests in an upcoming Love It or Loathe It. Born to Love is hosted and created by Ellie Kemper and Scott Eckert. Our executive producer is Aaron Kaufman. Our producers are Sheena Ozaki and Zoe Denkla. Born to Love is part of Will Ferrell's Big Money Players Network in collaboration with iHeart Podcasts. Special thanks to Han Sani, Rachel Kaplan and Adriana Cassiano, Michael Fails, Alex Coral, and Bahid Frazier. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. 
Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.